Well, hello, Vaughn Forest Church. It's great to see so many of you here on our campus, and um, today's a special day. So I just want to say thank you up top for um, giving us this opportunity to be together as a church family and to have our kids and our teenagers in here as well. And I see some of my favorites are down here in the front, so um, it's always good to see kids down here. Um, and I want to welcome everybody joining us online. I had a lot of people uh, text me this week um, from our church family and just say, hey, we're going to be traveling, but we're going to join you online, so thank you for being here. Um, those of you here on our campus, so many of you have already stopped me in the lobby and, and hugged me and said uh, really nice things about me um, that are amazing to hear. Um, probably not all completely true. Uh, if you want to talk to Morgan and my boys, um, they'll tell you about the real stuff. But um, this is a special day. And as I've been kind of praying through for the last month or so, you know, what, what, Lord, what would you want me to share um, today, kind of on my last Sunday? Um, he led me to, to sit on a stool. So I don't know if y'all remember a few years ago, I told you, if you ever see me sitting on a stool, one of two things is about to happen. One, I might be ready to step on your feet and challenge you and say something you don't like. Um, the other is I'm going to speak from my heart. And so obviously today, it's the second. Don't worry, okay? I'm not going to say anything that's going to step on your feet. Um, I just want to share from my heart. And what the Lord kind of just laid on my heart to talk about today is just the church. I love the church. Um, I'm one of those kids that I grew up in the church, and I've just always loved church. And I think the church is just this amazing thing. But when you think about it, one of the most fascinating things about the church is when Jesus said, I will build my church, and Jesus does that. Jesus builds every church, the global church, every single local church, including Vaughn Forest Church. But when Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it, he never told us how he was going to build his church. Like, that's the great mystery of that statement. And then we get to Acts chapter 2, and the Holy Spirit comes and descends. And from that point forward, the story of the New Testament is really a story that unfolds where we see how Jesus was going to actually go about building his church uh, through the Holy Spirit. And there's a number of passages in the New Testament that give us insight into how Jesus was going to build his church. Uh, my favorite is one particular verse out of Ephesians, and that's what we're going to focus on today. It's Ephesians 4, 16, and Paul is writing, and he gives us this great picture of how Jesus builds his church. Paul says, from him, the whole body. So who's him? Well, it's Jesus, because Jesus is the one who said he would build his church. And then Paul's favorite metaphor for the church was a body, and I think that's a great metaphor for a healthy church, a healthy body. So Paul says, from Jesus, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament, and here's the key phrase, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. The most fascinating thing about a church is that Jesus designed the church where, yes, he's the foundation, we all need him, where, yes, we are all empowered by the Holy Spirit, we don't do this in our own strength. But Jesus designed the church in a way, think about this, where we actually can build one another up. And as we build one another up in love by each of us doing our part, that is how the church actually becomes the church. And what I wanted to share with you today from my heart is how all of you here at Vaughn Forest have helped build me up. Um, you see, when I first came into contact with Vaughn Forest Church, uh, we had been through a really difficult, challenging season of ministry. Um, I didn't feel built up. I felt 
beat up. Everybody, anybody ever felt beaten up before? That's just kind of how we felt. And uh, we were living in another state, and that season of ministry had come to an end, and we didn't really know where we were going to go or what was next. This would have been late summer 2018, early fall 2018. And so we just decided to put all of our furniture in storage and drive back to Atlanta, because that's where we're both from, Morgan and I, and where our extended family was. And so I'm standing there, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, watching your furniture get put into a storage unit, not knowing where you were going to go next. And my phone rings, and it's a 334 area code. And I didn't know what a 334 area code was. And usually if I don't recognize, if there's not a name and it's just a random number, I don't answer it because I assume, like, you know, most of us that it's a telemarketer. But on that day, like, I didn't have anything better to do. I'm watching these guys move furniture in a storage unit. So I answered the phone, and it was Chad, Chad Boak, who was just out here a few minutes ago. I'd never met Chad in my life. And if you've ever talked to Chad in the lobby or anywhere or even on the phone, you immediately start feeling better. Is that true? He's just happy. And so Chad calls me, and he's like, hi, this is Chad Boak. And I'm like, hi, I'm Adam Bishop, you know. And he's like, how are you doing? I'm like, great. I mean, immediately, like, I'm feeling better just talking to this guy named Chad. And he says, um, a mutual friend of ours in ministry gave me your number and said you might be moving back down south. I mean, well, that's one way of putting it. And so um, he said, I wanted to know if you could come preach for us at Vaughn Forest Church, and it was on a Sunday in October. I didn't want to preach. I felt, I felt beat up. That's the last thing I wanted to do. So I did what you're supposed to do to sound really spiritual when you don't feel very spiritual, okay? In case you don't know what to do, this is all you have to say. Let me pray about it. That's all you have to say, okay? That's what I did. Chad, let me pray about it. And so that I sounded super spiritual, got off the phone, and uh, did pray about it and felt like the Lord was like, yeah, you know, um, we were actually, this is how spiritual we were, we were going to be going to the beach. And so it was kind of on our way. And so we just kind of, you know, passed through and, and preached and then um, got asked to preach again and then got asked to preach again and then became the interim pastor. And during that season, I want you to know that, that God was using all of you to help build me back up. And then eventually, you know, I became the lead pastor, and God continued to use all of you to continue to help build me back up, and then immediately started serving along this incredible uh, team called our governance board. And if you don't know, the, the men who are on our governance board here at Vaughn Forest, they're incredible godly men. They lead well. They walk with Jesus, and they have been so valuable to me the entire time I've been here. Eddie Penton was the chair when I got here, and He's always been such an encourager. He rotated off, but he still texts me encouragement all the time. And, and then our current team of eight, Norman, Noah, Alex, Lee, Rodney, Al, Wes, Gary, they're just incredible men. And they helped continue to build me up. And then I got to serve with this amazing staff. And, um, you know, ministry is a team sport. Jesus never designed a church to center or function around a particular person or a particular personality. That is the beauty of being a part of a body, that it takes all of us. And, and so when you serve as the lead pastor, you're the guy that most people see the most and different things like that. But there's an amazing team that, that makes everything happen around here. And um, it's just been such an honor to get to serve with such an amazing team. So I'm going to do my best um, to name all of them that have just been such a joy to serve with since I started here, from uh, Gail uh, to Norm to Jamie and Charles and PJ and Ashley and Justin 
and uh, Chad and Hardy, and we have a lot of Matts here, Matt Collins and Matt Aldridge, um, Chris Dwyer, um, Harper and Alexander, uh, Harper Alexander and Joya and uh, Cindy and Mary and uh, Pastor Romero and Glenda and, uh, and Kendall and Megan. And if I, if I left anybody out there, you know, hope you give me a little bit of grace. And then my wife, Morgan, last but certainly not least, who um, serves as our kids minister. So if you don't know that story, in June of 2020, uh, Jamie and Charles, who were on our team at the time, uh, they moved back to Fort Payne, where they both were originally from, to be closer to the family. And so we didn't have a kids minister, and we were about to have services back on campus. And so I went home, and I said to Morgan, I need you to run our kids ministry for 90 days. <laughs> well... That 90 days uh, turned into uh, three years, and so uh, I, know you, I know you're not going to like this, but this is what we're going to do, so I need you to come here for a second. Yes, come on, you're going to come right here, and I need you to stand right here for a second. Come on. This is the first Sunday in three years you've been in this room, because... You've sacrificed, and you've served kids and parents. You've built this amazing team of volunteers that are gonna continue what you've done. Um, there are countless parents in this room that are grateful for you and the investment you made in their kids. And I just want to say on behalf of our church, thank you for what you did for our children's ministry in this season. And I'd like to ask you, would y'all let Morgan know how much you appreciate her and everything she did? not done. So, um, so in that season, you know, we think back to 2020. I know nobody wants to think back to 2020, but it, it plays kind of a significant role in our, our time together here. So it was Friday, March 13th, I remember, um, because Chad called me, and uh, again, with his friendly tone, and said, hey, uh, we need to go record a video. So we came up here, and we recorded a video and the video said, we're going to take the next two Sundays and do online services only. That's what we thought we were going to do. And, um, and then Chad said, we need to record the services on Saturday, um, and then we'll just broadcast them on Sunday. I'm like, okay, so that's what we did. And so that Sunday where we had already recorded the service, Chad and Hardy and PJ and I, we came up here just in case anybody you know, showed up. And I've never told y'all what we did next because I, I wasn't sure how it would land or if it would get me in trouble, so, but I'm gonna tell you now. So the next thing that we did, my family and I, is we went to the beach. We spent the first five days of a global pandemic at the beach, um, and then they closed the beach, so um, that was no fun. But the reason why I went to the beach is I had no idea what to do. So I just stared at an ocean for five days and asked God, what am I supposed to do? everybody's asking me, what are we going to do? And I have no idea what we're supposed to do. So I'm asking God, what, what are you supposed to do? And I felt like that week, God kind of brought me back to, well, why, why did I call you to ministry? What, what did I call you to do when I called you to ministry? And the best answer I could come up with, empowered to the Holy Spirit and the prompting of the Holy Spirit, was, well, I think you called me to ministry to reach and connect people to Jesus 
and Jesus' people, the church, through his word. Not, not reach people and connect people through pithy statements or slogans or business practices. or Not like reach people, connect them to Jesus, connect them to Jesus' people through his word. And I felt like the Lord said, well, then just keep doing that. And so that was really the genesis of us saying, all right, well, let's just do um, a, a daily devotion with our church family. And so I called Chad and I was like, I, I want to do a daily devotion. How can we do that? And Chad says, well, it's easy. We'll go on Facebook Live and you can do that. And um, I said, great. So 10 o'clock every morning, you know, we did that. And, and we didn't know the time. We ended up doing it for 12 weeks. So you got to think about this now. For every morning for 12 weeks at 10 o'clock, many of you joined us on Facebook Live for these daily devotions. Well, what was happening the previous 10 minutes is Chad on the phone walking me through the process once again of how to get all this up and going, okay? Because technology is not my strength. And um, I want you to know that in that season, God once again was using all of you, even though we weren't physically getting together every week, it was through those connections that were forming that God was continuing to build me back up. And in some ways, while 2020 was a really challenging year, for me, it kind of re-solidified this call to ministry and what that looks like. What does it look like to connect people to Jesus and his people, the church, through his word. And that really gave us kind of our marching orders moving forward. And a lot of the statements that we say a lot around here now that have kind of shaped who we are, kind of were birthed in that season where we talk a lot about, hey, you gotta find your people. You know, we say a lot, God's plan for the pain is his people. And you know, one of the things we say is how you love God is demonstrated by how you love people. And, and the reason why we could say all of those things and see all of those things start to happen was because of the people, all of you, as you continued to build me up. And where we sit now today is I'm not the only one who's benefited from that. I mean, so many of you here today, you could get up here and you could share the exact same testimony, how this amazing church has helped build you up. And what I want you to know, Vaughn Forrest, is um, Jesus is the foundation of every church. Jesus has said that he will build every single church. But what makes this church special are the people. And we saw that in that season. One of the things that we did in that season, if you weren't here, um, is on Fridays, our boys, Sam, Jacob, and Henry, they would tell jokes. Um, and I've gone back and watched some of those devotions. I'm like, they look so small. Uh, but that was so fun for them to be a part of. And so I'm not gonna make y'all walk up here, but I am gonna ask the three of y'all to stand up just for a second, Sam, Jacob, and Henry, okay? I want y'all to hear me say in front of all of these people, I love you, I'm proud of you, and your mom and I love watching you guys become the men of God that he's called you to be. And thank you for all of the amazing sermon illustrations. <laughs> I'm forever grateful. Sometimes being, um, having your dad as a pastor can be a little tough, I know that. But one of the things we've talked about is how blessed we have been by these people here at Vaughn Forest Church. And so I want to say thank you to all of you just for the blessing you've been to my boys. And so y'all can sit down now. Thank you guys, I appreciate y'all. But what makes this church special are the people. And what I know about this church is that you will continue to be an Ephesians 4.16 church moving forward. 
you're going to keep building each other up. You're going to do it through your life groups. You're going to do it through serving on the volunteer teams you serve on. You're going to do it for all of these new military families that God's going to bring us in July. In fact, if you are a military family, you're watching online, and you already know you're moving to Montgomery, this is a church for you. I've never seen a church love military families and serve those who serve us so well. I know you'll keep doing that. I know that you will continue to build up the people who we haven't reached yet. East Montgomery and Pike Road, the growth is not going to slow down. Now, yes, it might cause a little more traffic, but we'll deal with the traffic to the glory of God because here's what that means. God's bringing the mission field here. And as you continue to reach and serve our community with no strings attached, you're going to be a church that builds itself up. And then finally, I know you'll be that for your next pastor. You're, you're literally every pastor's dream. Um, I was sharing with someone this past week. I haven't gotten one mean email the entire time I've been here. So please don't start today. Okay, I have not got one the whole time I've been here. You've just been amazing. And I know that you will be that for your next lead pastor, for his spouse. And if they have kids, I know that you'll love on them the same way that you've loved on our kids. And then as for me, um, I'm just going to keep doing what God's called me to do. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to do the best I can to reach and connect people to Jesus, to Jesus' people, through his word. And I'm just going to be doing that now with a new church family, a New Hope Church. Or I believe we will build one another up there as well, where we will see the same things happen there that we've experienced here. But from the bottom of my heart, um, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. If I've done anything to help you, um, trust me, it, it has more been returned to me. I'm a better Christ follower because of you. I'm a better pastor because of you. I'm a better husband because of you. Um, I'm a better dad because of you. And I will forever be grateful. So would you join me as we pray together? And so God, I just wanna thank you for this amazing church family. I wanna thank you that they are a picture of what Ephesians 4.16 says, a, a, a group of people who are by no means perfect, but have been rescued and redeemed and saved by you and have connected not only with you, but with your people and have benefited from that. And so Lord, my prayer for this body moving forward is that you just keep doing what you've been doing. That for the last 29 years, you have proved your faithfulness to Vaughn Forest Church. And Lord, my prayer is that you would just continue to do that in this next season. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for this opportunity. And uh, thank you for our time together. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Adam. I'm going to invite Morgan and Sam and Jacob and Henry to come on up and come on stage and join us. And uh, while that happens, church, would you all let know Adam how much we appreciate him sharing with us today from his heart and all that he's done for us. love you guys. Y'all can have a seat. We're now going to transition to a time where we're going to have opportunity to celebrate 
uh, the Bishop family, pray for them, commission them uh, for this new season of ministry that God is calling them to. And so I'm going to invite the chairman of our governance board, Norman Schlimber, to come out here on stage, and he is going to lead us through this time. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, bishops, for giving us a few minutes here together. So as you know, it didn't take a rocket scientist to realize this is the bishops last Sunday. And so we wanted to, to tell them how much we appreciated the entire family, the four years you've invested in, in our organization, our church, our community. And we, know, we wanted to let you know you'll always be a part of this church. <clears throat> you can always look back with pride on what you've done to build us to this point and what you'll continue to do as you pray for us as we move into the future. So thank you so much for all you've meant to us, all your investments and your time and your labor of love. And we'll deeply miss you and you'll always be a, a part of this church. One thing that um, I wanted to share with you is something that Adam has said many, many times if you've listened to him uh, over the last four years. And he's talked about a, a term that if you're in a religious circle, it takes you a little while to understand what the religious jargon means. But he, he talks about the Big C Church. And by the Big C Church, he's talking about not just Vaughn Forest. He's talking about the universal church, of which Jesus is the head shepherd of that church. And he talks about we're just a small part of God's overall work in this world here at Vaughn Forest, and that we collaborate together with other churches to have a bigger impact than any one church could have by itself. So he constantly talks about partnering with other pastors, partnering with other churches, joining together for the overall benefit of this world and the kingdom of God. And so that is really what's happening here. When God calls one pastor in, like he's called Adam to go to, to North Carolina, he's got another pastor just perfect for our church. And it's not a win-lose, it's a win-win. So God doesn't take away one because that's a better opportunity and we're not as good. God sees both of these as good opportunities and he has a specific call for each person and family. And the thing I like about Adam is he's obedient. And we'll talk about that more in a second. But God's got this under control. He's got, he's got, he loves every one of his churches, every one of his flocks, and he is orchestrating things behind the scenes so that they're all blessed and they all follow his will and, and, and all have an impact on this world. So we're so grateful for, for you sharing that message with us, leaving us with, with that hope and that confidence, and we, we hold tight to that. But while Adam was here in the last four years, there's been a lot that's been accomplished in these four years. And he alluded to that with uh, the COVID uh, pandemic. Nobody knew what to do. And it'd be easy to throw in the towel and say, you know, what do we do next? Lots of churches folded. Lots of churches have still not recovered. And so under uh, the guidance of the Holy Spirit and through Adam, our church grew during the COVID years. We, we learned to say, we don't have the answer, but we'll find the answer. And so during that time, as Adam's already alluded, he didn't know what to do. None of us knew what to do. If anybody told you they knew what to do, they were lying because we'd never been through COVID before. So it took, a, it took a, an attitude of, Lord, I don't know, but you, you can tell me and you can show me. And so we made some ups and some downs during that year, but we grew together as a congregation. The staff grew together. We made an impact on the community and the church is stronger today than it's ever been. And uh, so, you know, we grew in things like number. We doubled in attendance. We've had our highest attended Sunday. Our next generation ministries have grown. We've reached out to Pike Road, like we've reached out to East Montgomery and to other parts of this community. And all that has grown and expanded. And that's the work of, of, of God working through people that are willing to be used 
and willing to be obedient. And uh, probably the thing that I would be the most proud of what Adam has done for our congregation is what he's already talked to. He has built a wonderful staff <clears throat> that does a lot of things that you never get to see. You don't get to see what Adam does, but you, you see him more than you see the, the staff. And, and I can tell you from being on the governor's board, we have got a wonderful wonderful staff and they and I think Adam would say this too they do a lot of the day-to-day grind that makes this a reality every Sunday and every week and so I think Adam's biggest accomplishment is being a team leader and investing in other people and letting them grow and letting them take ownership and take leadership of their areas and so Adam is leaving the church I think in the healthiest position that has ever been in I've been here I don't know 23 25 years something like that I think as an overall staff and, and a church, we are healthier than we've ever been since I've been here. And a lot of that is, is, is a testimony to the fact that Adam will turn over the leadership of these areas. He'll train pastors. He'll turn, turn it over to them and let them do what they do best. And they work together collectively as a, as a, as a team. And then probably the thing that I would appreciate the most in, in Adam or anybody, for that matter, is the fact that when you hear God's call, your answer has to be yes. And I think I've heard Adam say before, you have my yes before I even know the question. Um, and so Adam shared with us as a governance board that God had called him to a new season of ministry, didn't need to leave, didn't have any reason to leave, had a great school system, great family, great church, great home, great friends. So it was just a, a matter of obedience. And that would be something I think all of us could learn from and implement is when God says something, our answer is yes, and we can figure out the details later on. So, so Adam has done that, and we, we're encouraged. We're so blessed by your obedience, and obviously we'll be praying for you as well. But now it's time for us to, to release Adam and his family to New Hope, and I'm going to ask Brooke Hochins, if I hope I got that got fairly close, with New Hope Church. He's on the search committee that called Adam uh, up to North Carolina, so she's going to be saying something here in in just a few minutes, but uh, one thing that we want to do today is something that we learned in previous years, and, and I'll have to give Lee Franklin credit for this. In a, in a previous pastor search, when a pastor was not leaving us but was coming to us, that church commissioned that pastor. They sent him out with their blessings. They understood the B, Big C Church connotation, and we want to do that today. We want to pray for New Hope. We want to pray for Vaughn Forest and realize that together, we're stronger and better as we all listen to the Lord. So I'm going to turn it over to Brooke to say a few words, and then I'll be back in a second. Thank you, Norman, and thank you, Vaughn Forrest, so much for inviting me to be here to represent New Hope Church. Um, we are so honored that you have allowed us to be a part of this important day in the life of your church. I just want to share a verse from Genesis 12. Um, it's the call to Abram, and I think it just really applies to this day today. Um, in verse 1, it says, God instructs us as believers to respond to his calling. Um, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. In verse 3, I will bless those that bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So, Vaughn Forrest, we just want to first of all say thank you for the way you have loved the Bishop family. It is so evident when you hear Pastor Adam talk that you have done an amazing job loving him, loving his family, and he comes to us healthy and whole because of you and because of God. <clears throat> and we just want to also mention that as they answer the call that God has placed on their life, our job is to love them 
the way that you have loved them. That is our assignment and our commitment to you is that we will do just that. Um, we feel a kinship already with this church. We feel that God is doing something very special and amazing in a new partnership that we feel with Von Forrest. And we look forward to seeing how that kinship is going to unfold. And if you think of a quilt, we, we kind of think of, of this new um, partnership as two patches that have been knit together in a beautiful quilt that God has created with his handiwork. And so we look forward to seeing how that's gonna all unfold with the kingdom purpose that we feel. And lastly, I would just say that um, we would invite any of you, if you're ever up in North Carolina, to come be with us as you have invited me to be with you today. You are special to us and we love you as well. You are our people as you are their people and we are united together under God and under um, our mission to serve him. So thank you for letting us be a part of this day today. Thank you so much, Brooke. So we want to have a time of praying for the Bishop family and commissioning them and sending them off. So as we're getting ready for that, I'd ask the governor's board and the pastoral leadership team to join me down here on stage as we pray for the Bishop family. So y'all be coming forward as you do that. Let me share a verse when I was praying about um, Adam leaving and this being his last Sunday. There's a verse in Acts 20, 24, uh, where Paul is talking to the Ephesian church. <clears throat> and there's a verse that stood out to me that sort of summarizes what I think is happening with Adam. And it said, and this is what he communicated um, to our governance board when he met with. It says, this is what Paul said. He says, it's more important for me to fulfill my destiny and to fulfill the ministry my Lord Jesus has assigned to me, which is to faithfully preach the wonderful news of God's grace. So what Adam is doing today is he's answering the call of God to fulfill the destiny that God has for he and his family to continue preaching the gospel and to reach a new community for Christ. And so that's what we're commissioning him to do. That's what we'll be a part of because of the investment we've made in each other for the past four years. And we'll look with great pride as we see the, the fruit of that. So uh, if y'all would just extend your hand towards the Bishop family as we pray and we'll pray and commission them. So. So, Lord, we uh, come to you this morning, and we thank you that you're so sovereign, that uh, you see the beginning from the end, that you're so loving, that you've got good plans for, for New Hope, you've got good plans for Vaughn Forest, for the Bishop family, and whoever you'll call here next. And so, Father, we would ask that you would just, in a special way, anoint Adam and Morgan and their family with the fullness of your Holy Spirit, with the wisdom and the discernment they'll, they'll need as they move and, and join a new work, that you'd give them favor with the, with the leadership at New Hope, with the, the, the members of New Hope, with that community, that there'd be things that would be done there that could only be explained by your moving and by the answer of a call that you initiated um, to Adam uh, several months ago. So, Father, we know that uh, good days are ahead for the church as, as a whole, for the Big C Church, and we're so happy to be a part of that. And so just come and move and continue to be faithful as you've always done, and we'll be careful to give you all the glory. And we send them off now with our love and our support and our prayers, and we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we've heard a lot about Chad, so we get to hear from Chad again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Norman. 
Church, the bishops are going to head out to the lobby to prepare for y'all to go and, and get to tell them how much we love them. But one last time, let's hear it for the bishop family and everything they mean to Vaughn Forest Church.